0: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. I'm Matt Carroll.
1: I am Jeff Randall.
0: And we are here tonight to talk about episode 8 of Netflix's Daredevil. Uh, What did you think of tonight's episode, Jeff Randall? Oh my god, man. Like, if if they
1: try any harder to humanize Wilson Fisk, he's going to join the room with me and I'm going to be worried.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, man... I can't. Yeah, they're spending so much time with that, uh, and I, I'm I'm not upset about it. <laughs> I, I'm not opposed. I love a good I love a good humanized villain. I think like that's what they haven't done in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with their villains that everyone complains about is their their villains are too two dimensional or one dimensional. What's the thing that people do I think it's, it's one dimensional. <laughs> um. Either way, less than three dimensions. <laughs> Anything less than three dimensions, not enough dimensions. <laughs>
1: I only watch my television in 3D.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's like definitely that. that's definitely a thing I do. Um, t- so yeah, tonight's episode was that man. That first scene uh, when he's like preparing to get ready uh, to go out, and you just kind of see what his morning routine is like. Uh, oh yeah. And then he, you see a blood-covered young young Fisk
1: like staring at him back in the mirror because that's how he sees himself. It's like, what? Why? Yeah, what? What, have, what, what have you done?
0: Like, what's what's your past <laughs> that caused that? I thought it was going to be something bad happening to him, but uh, man, killed, killed his own father.
1: And then watched him get separated into pieces and helped carry him to the river.
0: Yeah, daily. For days. So there's like eight days worth of rotting father corpse. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's pretty gruesome. Um, you know, this this show I've been meaning to make this comparison. Uh, do you ever watch uh, Dexter? Yeah. This show reminds me a lot of Dexter. Um,
1: that especially the part where they were like, "Let's cut him up and put him in
0: bags." Well, that that's definitely part of it. Um, but I'm th- I was thinking of like the way they focus on the kill, the the bad guy and the good guy, and the way that Matt Murdock's life kind of exists in the in that he has this like uh, job that he sort of gets his his lawyer job allows him access to information that and then he just goes and takes care of it in himself in the streets. Um, this this show is reminding me a lot of Dexter at times, and, and 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 in the way that it's humanizing Fisk because it always did that. Every season of Dexter had like a Overarching villain that. Yeah. It, like he, it why would, is
1: this villain bad?
0: Yeah. Exactly. And
1: how did he become this way, and why is it not really that bad? I guess.
0: Well, with Dexter, <laughs> with Dexter, they didn't choose to humanize as much. Yeah. Uh, they just decided to creep you out. Um. But oh man, and what about that? The fact that his wall looks exactly like oh, the uh, man. painting.
1: That killed me. oh
0: uh, And uh, he when he keeps staring forward at it while his mom's getting beaten. Hmm.
1: That brought back some pain. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah,
0: and it, it definitely uh, it explains why he feels lonely when he looks at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah that that was pretty that was pretty rad. Um, what do we What do we do from here? I don't know what we do from here. Okay. For also, we talked about this last episode of the cast uh, when we watched episode seven. We discussed when do we think. That Foggy and Karen are going to come to Matt with all this information, and that, we said that it was, happened
1: a lot sooner than we thought. Huh? <laughs>
0: Exactly. we could not have been more wrong we were like we basically settled on it's probable that it'll happen in the second to last episode in the ramp up for the final it's, battle it's gonna be way later it was seriously three more minutes of content and then it was like two <laughs> scenes later of the show like we, 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 we recorded that podcast then we watched two more scenes we're like oh well we were wrong <laughs> <laughs> so uh there's that
1: <laughs> where do we go from here well With- with Fisk doing his whole like coming out in public having a press conference thing,
0: it's crazy. I feel this feels more Lex Luthor esque than I expected. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's kind of what I was thinking too, because like we have we have Matt giving information to Ben Urich in a way that's going to really like scare everybody. Around like Wilson Fisk, but then Wilson Fisk does the exact same thing, but he spins it in the way that's perfect for him and really bad for Matt, and like just turns everything up on its head.
0: Yeah, he and definitely if, like loses loses Ben's ability to go forward with what they're uh, with with the story. I mean, yeah. I, honestly, I felt like it was a little bit of a, a a bit of a rush for him to write it now he wasn't publishing it yet, but the fact that Ben was writing that article after talking to uh Matt was a little strange because he's he comes to him and he's like, "I know these things, and he tells him all these things and then he's like i can't i can't print this stuff without sources. We need more information and then it, it then it cuts to a scene where he's writing it <laughs> I was like uh I thought you couldn't. You weren't going to do this story until there were sources, but but I mean, I suppose you could say he wasn't actually. He's not I actually mean, publishing it yet.
1: There were there were also times where he was like, "You need to let this go," and then he's you know, following the story like two scenes later.
0: That's true. Maybe he just can't let go of a good story. Yeah, <laughs> it's just <laughs> that's
1: all it is. It's who he He's is. that good a reporter. Yeah. He's a journalist.
0: Yeah, he's definitely so. So he spent. Two episodes ago, we had uh, Fisk completely convince Hell's Kitchen that Daredevil is a menace, basically. Uh, yeah. uh, he pulled an old J. Jonah Jameson on us. <laughs> and this episode, we have... <laughs> imme- <laughs> this This episode, we have immediately following that, him convincing the world that he is some sort of great savior of Hell's Kitchen.
1: Yeah, it felt like it was part of that conversation, except like the... The end of it, like when, oh man, like when you have an argument with a sibling or a a young friend and you both go to the parent to get it resolved and they speak first and they just spin it to where it's perfect for them. You're like, no, 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 that's not what happened. Hmm. That's exactly what it felt like to me. Like it was the the continuation of the conversation that they had in the building over the walkie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 so so I guess this woman um what's her name the fisk fisk girl that he's dating Vanessa Vanessa is um I don't know is she having a good impact on uh on fisk or a bad impact I, I can't tell she's I definitely don't making know. him making him uh harder to deal with um, but in a way like having him come into the light I don't know the whole reason he wanted to write that story was to have him come into the light right so that he could be scrutinized but now he's
1: now that that's happened he's
0: in the light on his own terms in such a way that i'm not sure that that he he will be scrutinized at all you know
1: yeah he's helping that's what everybody's gonna say
0: yeah he's he's basically becoming a politician Um, yeah which i mean is is directly what his I think, dad did <laughs> exactly? I think it's a direct response to his dad. Is he going to run for city council next? Is he going to run for <laughs> governor? Or? He's going to be mayor. Yeah, like I could absolutely see Kingpin as mayor of New York City, like in a, in, a, in next season or something. You know the way yep. this is going so far. Um, I just I'm the the chips are really getting stacked against Matt Murdoch.
1: <laughs> they really are. He keeps backsliding so hard. No matter how hard he tries.
0: Yeah. Now Vladimir told him he like. <laughs> He's like I'm not a killer and Vladimir said not yet. You haven't seen, you know, what 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 you're up against. You haven't even seen it yet. You don't yeah. you don't know the frustration of fighting against this. <laughs> um and you've stepped into a cage with animals and animals don't stop fighting till one of them is dead, you know.
1: Yeah. That was that was a great line for him to give.
0: Yeah, definitely was. Cuz
1: it's it's so true. And it's it's actually it's unfortunate that that Matt might actually have to drop his, his morals for a second just to save the city.
0: Yeah. Well, that's always, that's always the question with heroes is like, do you, (laughs) when do you, when do you cross that line? When does Batman kill the Joker? You know, (laughs) like at what point do you're like, all right, I, I realize it's against my morals, but it's like to save everyone else
1: could have saved a lot of time. Yeah. Just letting him fall off the building
0: exactly uh that's that's kind of how a lot of these villain situations work
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and he you know yeah, i think that uh it would not be a bad thing for daredevil to kill fisk probably but I, but <laughs> but, but, but I, th- I think he needs to get him into the light and embarrass him first because otherwise what he's doing will not be sustainable what matt murdoch is doing will not be sustainable yeah
1: <laughs> oh man this show is so good
0: yeah, it's it's, the it's show real good. Is so it's good. real good. Was there anything else in this episode we we wanted to touch on?
1: Um, I liked the use of box cello suite number one.
0: Yeah, that was very nice to, uh,
1: to to show the calming in his head that was going on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, no, it was just, it was a whole lot of character background for Fisk, especially.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I will say one thing I really liked after they showed that uh, the scene you're talking about with. The, the box cello suite number one, um, immediately after the showing what he does to wake up in the morning, which was like this very ordered, calm existence, it, it cut to the next shot was oh, Murdoch yeah. waking the up.
1: contrast, the other side of the coin.
0: <laughs> and it was
1: like, it looked like a frat house.
0: Yeah, well, he just had that fight with Stick. And so yeah. his, his house is just like destroyed and he's like, He's just getting up out of the rubble of his house. Uh, That was a pretty funny um, juxtaposition, if you will.
1: Yeah. I just I like the contrast that they show between them. Like Wilson Fisk has everything that he's ever wanted, and he's the bad guy. And Matt Murdock lives in like almost squalor, and has a, a job where he gets almost he he barely gets by, and he's the hero and everybody's supposed to be rooting for him it's like man give him a break come on
0: yeah for sure for sure well you had something you wanted to talk about after the spoiler alert uh, another yeah. spoiler alert about some speculation uh, well before we do that let's just say where are the marvel cinematic universe podcast in partnership with 45 magazine you can find them on the web at 45-magazine.com if you want to know more about the podcast and where you can find more of our stuff go to MCU dot com or check us out on Twitter at, at MCU cast facebook.com slash MCU cast MCU cast at gmail on the emails or you can uh, just call us at five seven three cast MCU and uh, leave us a voicemail, we'll play it on the show and give us some feedback. Um t- we we've we've gotten a lot of feedback, a lot of great feedback. I was just looking at a lot of it um about Daredevil, these Daredevil episodes. And so next Daredevil episode we drop, we will include some of your feedbacks. Um, Sorry, we haven't been able to up till now. We've been on a bit of a rush schedule to get these out every day. But feedbacks will be coming very, very shortly. Um, So we're going to go into a quick spoiler alert section where we're going to talk about some speculation that we had last week um if you stuck around for that you may want to stick around for this all right but everybody else have a great night so uh speculations jeff what did you uh what do you want to say
1: my theory was completely wrong oh
0: yeah which which theory is that the
1: the baron mordo one that that guy that that muscular guy was not actually baron mordo apparently if you read the uh the credits when you don't know who somebody is that helps you out it's crazy <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> Did they give the character's name in the credits? Yeah,
1: he was Stone. Stone is a character in um The Chaste that uh Stick has always been the leader of. It's kind of been his second in command, but it looks like they kind of swapped the roles to where he's the leader now. But
0: he's basically
1: just like one of one of um Stick's soldiers, but I guess Stick is one of his soldiers. Either way, they're in the same group of uh of fighters against the hand
0: all right so that's probably
1: the war that they're going with
0: oh yeah well that's cool man uh all right well you guys have a great night and we will talk to you tomorrow